We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up show. We are rocking. We are rolling here on this game day eve. Again, guys, I hope you're all doing well. Appreciate you all tuning in. We are taking your questions, your comments, your calls. <clears throat> Excuse me, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. I see John Edward, Lance, Babes and Waves, Justin, Thomas Walker, Kevin Crossland, Leonard Matthews, Travi, Stephen Morwell Jr., Hunter Kelly, Chuck McIntosh, the whole gang's here. Cody, Rebecca, the first comment of the day. What's going on, Brendan? What's up? Uh, also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord over the TDC Questions channel, the TDC Questions channel, to be sure your questions are answered there. And, yeah, I see my guy Brendan M. already commenting. He says, I wonder what Jake has got in store for us today. Yes, Jake Crane will join us. Oh, five and seven Jake, as y'all know him best as. He will join us around 12, 15 or so. Uh, I got to hit him up. I'm not sure. He might just be calling in. I'm not sure if we're going to get video with Jake or not. But uh, we will see. Uh, anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning. Looks like we're looks like we're live today on Facebook. Is Facebook rocking today? Uh, Facebook is rocking today. You love to see that. Also, guys, podcast did drop this morning, episode seven hundred and twenty. Episode seven hundred and twenty. Uh, full breakdown of tomorrow's game. Top storylines, key matchups, keys of the game, and of course, my lead pipe lock of the week prediction guys before we really get rolling I want to tell you about our friends over at prize picks the daily crow brought to you by our friends at prize picks go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com when you do use the promo code t-s-u-s you're going to receive 100 deposit match up to 100 thanks to our friends at prize picks and guys of course it's all prop plays you can play everything from college sports nfl nba nhl mlb any pro sport basically anything you can think of you can play it. Um, it's a fantastic app. They've got their website as well. So, again, go download the app. Uh, so many of our listeners and fans of the show, that's what I wanted to say, have made tons of money with our friends over at Prize Picks. So, go download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com when you do. Use that promo code TSUS to receive 100% deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them. That Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Okay, phone lines are now open. 843-790-3377. But yeah, Dre, something happened with Facebook. So I don't know if you saw, 
<clears throat> Dre, if you if you do not get an announcement from me that there's no TDC or something and you don't see TDC pop up at noon, go to our Facebook page. I will post the YouTube link. Or just go to YouTube. How about that? Just go to YouTube. That's a great way to do it also. Um, and I don't just want to do YouTube exclusive because sometimes YouTube messes up. So I think we're going to keep all the platforms. But if you're on Facebook, if that's where you tune in, um, if you tune in on Facebook and you don't see it, and I haven't said beforehand that we're not doing it, we are live. It's just Facebook's down or something's something's wacky. I don't know. Listen, I, I think when you go as li- when you go live as much as we do, and you make as much content, right? Technology's just great until it isn't, right? Technology's great until it isn't. Uh, Must Champ hackers live, right? Martin hackers live. <laughs> Kingston hackers every now and then. You know, Justin King hackers. I don't know. Whatever hackers you want to go with, the, the hackers are alive and they're well. So, anyways, um, whatever platform you tune in from, guys, I do appreciate it. But uh, also, by the way, on YouTube, if you want to support the business, support the channel, support everything we do here with TSUS, uh, and you're on YouTube, you can do so through Super Chat and Super Chat. Because also, guys, let me say, thank you all so much, man, for the love and support on the merchandise side of the business. I know I've said that before. And uh, TSUS to the moon, Beamer Ball to the moon, the merch to the moon. I feel like all I've done this week, which I'm not complaining, <clears throat> it's actually a blessing and it's a, it's a huge positive for sure. But when I'm not doing the podcast and I'm not doing TDC, I'm telling you this week I have been packaging merch nonstop. You see the, you see the packages right here in, in the bottom of the screen over here. I'm not even done yet. We still got more merch to package. I'm going to finally get caught up all the way today get everything sent out but i mean dude we we've had over over hundreds of orders come in since saturday i mean it's been absolutely insane so uh which i love it which i love it man which i love it when you win uh winning is good (laughs) winning is great so i just appreciate the love man it's been incredible um of course we'll have the koozies the towels for sale out at sea wells at the tailgate um we'll also have koozies to give away um, we'll have koozies to give away from my good friend over A1 Air Quality Consultants, uh, which, of course, is the sponsor for our lead pipe lock of the week, which dropped today. And, folks, if, you've, if you keep up with me during the week, I feel like you can get a pretty good gauge on which way I'm leaning, you know, what my energy is at least going into, going into the ballgame. You know, I, I've heard the banter. I've heard the commentary this week about the letdown game, and oh, you know, oh, so 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 many, so many. You know, th- th- there's the opportunity for a letdown game. I see Dakota Re- Dakota Rebels commenting. Do you expect gifts? Uh, he also says, "Do you think we can win the East?" No, we're not going to win the East. Do I expect gifts? What are you, what are you talking about, gifts? Uh, anyways, <clears throat> anyways, I, I've seen the banter though in the conversation this week about the letdown game. Oh, you think this is the opportunity for the letdown game? I just I haven't felt that energy this week. Like I I I don't I feel like if there was going to be a letdown game, it would have been A and M. You know I, I just I don't know I, I don't feel that energy of the letdown game, and you know I, I know some fans are worried about oh you know we're we're going to start patting ourselves in the back we're going to get the big head because we won back to back games. Even if you wanted to do that, it's like we've lost three in a row to Missouri. And we've lost three in a row to Eli Drinkwitz. How could you not come into this game motivated? How could you not come into this game fired up and excited and wanting to make a point? Also, bowl eligibility on the line. 
Like, if we lose, we got beat. I, I don't think it's because we came out, we were overconfident, and, you know, we, we took them for granted. I, I just don't – I don't see this football team having that type of mentality. I, I don't. I don't. And, and Shane Beamer talked about it last night in his call-in show, said, you know, we're, we're a veteran-led team. And, you know, so I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I, I just simply put don't see that happening. Um, but, guys, I'm locked in. You know, I, I've picked a win 34-20. to 20. Um, 34 to 20. Dakota Rebel says, are people sending you stuff? Uh, Dakota, not particularly. No, I, I meant I've been packaging merch all week, like the towels, the koozies, all that stuff. Uh, Dakota, I, I've had people send me stuff before. So, I mean, listen, if you guys ever want to send, if you feel so inclined to send a gift to TSUS, uh, a gift, not a gif, a gift, a gift. If you want to send something to TSUS, you're more than welcome to do so. I'll, I'll give you my address and, you know, you can fire it over and, you know, I, I'm uh, I think Dave Portnoy did that one time, right? He did like an unboxing or something. Like people were just sending him things, which is really crazy, which is really interesting. But uh, yeah, Rebecca did send money for food. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate that. And I did get me some delicious food, no doubt. Um, guys, when you look at this game again, I've got 34 to 20. And I know some people look at that score and say, God, that's just too high scoring. Carolina Mizzou's wacky. These games don't make a whole lot of sense. They're wacky. I just want to win. I, I don't care. I, I don't care about. Um, you know, if, if we exactly hit that score right, I picked 22 to 20 last weekend and it went over and guys, we won. I don't really give a damn, but I will tell you this. And I, I've been hinting at this all week, guys. The breakout game for Spencer Rattler is just around the corner. I think it's tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Spencer Rattler, a stat that I read that really, really caught my eye. Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma, 200 yards, zero turnovers. That's the key number here. 200 or more yards, zero turnovers. Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma had eight such games where he had 200 or more passing yards and zero turnovers. He's had zero since he's been at South Carolina. I think tomorrow he gets his first one. I think that breakout performance – uh, happens for Spencer Rattler. I think it happens for this offense. I, I'm not even saying the offense is going to be responsible for 34 points, though. I think you're going to continue to see Beamer ball happen. I think you're going to see this defense makes plays. I would not be surprised to see short fields yet again. I would not be surprised to see Beamer ball show itself yet again. I, I, I just, and I know what you, some people will say you can't bank on it. Guys, the cocks are hot. The cocks are hot, bottom line. Until South Carolina shows me that they're not going to make plays in those facets of the game. Who am I to pick it not to happen? You know, and, and here's the thing, too. It's not like Missouri's a team where they're like Georgia, where I'm like, well, you just can't depend on those things. You got to go out and actually beat the dogs or beat a high-quality opponent. I, I, you know, it's Mizzou, bro. It's Mizzou. It's Mizzou. So, you know, I, I think an explosion for this offense could be – 24 points. I'm not sitting here saying our offense is going to win the game. I'm not saying our offense is going to be the one that scores that 34. I would not be surprised if, again, there's a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown. But for our – I'm going to put it this way. For our offensive standards, for what we've seen this year, I I think we could have that offensive breakout game. And that's what I'm predicting. I think we will play better. I think some of those deep shots you've seen that we've just missed – I think we will hit on those tomorrow. Um, 
I think we will hit on those tomorrow, and I, I think you'll see South Carolina benefit from that. I think we'll get a big win. And th- this is just not a game, guys, I've been worried about all week. I, I just I don't have that same fear of this game as some. And maybe fear is a bit of a strong word, but I see some of you out there. And I go into this game with supreme confidence, man. I, I, I do. I, I go into this game. I'm not saying Mizzou – isn't, you know, a, a, a tricky team. I'd say a tricky team, not a scary team. They're a tricky team, right? They're tricky. But you're on your home field for homecoming. You've got all the momentum. Like, we should expect to win this game. I don't give a damn what Vegas says. Vegas got it wrong two weeks in a row. Like, what, what, what does Vegas know? If I could go back, honestly, Wednesday to my best bet, hammer the Cox minus three and a half. Let's jump. Here we go. To accept, press one. Joining us now, five and seven, Jake Crane of Crane and Company. Jake, what's up, man? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, you know, uh, before we get, before we even, but hey, before we even get into this, dude, I got to tell you something real though. I just did that one chip challenge uh, on Michael Knowles' show. Have you heard about that thing? One chip challenge? I have not. Yeah, people in the chat will know what I'm talking about. So apparently there's this. Well, not apparently. I just did it. There's this chip out there. It's like supposed to be like the spiciest chip that they make, whatever. And like people have gone to the hospital. Chris, I just did it, and I'm gonna tell you something. If anybody ever asks you to do it, like joking around and do it, don't do it, dog. Don't do it. It's like between friends, don't do it. It's people that. It's that bad. It's that bad. Chris, I lived in Mobile for six years, dog. I've eaten more spicy food, Creole food, all that stuff than anybody. <laughs> There is nothing that compares to, to what just happened to me, dog. I've like, never I heard a of it. Quarter gallon of milk. No, I can't That's believe you've never heard of it. I know, I know. And I'm about to say, I stay pretty in tune with, like, I mean, God, I'm on TikTok, for goodness sakes. I mean, you, you, I feel yeah. like that's something I would have seen by now. I, I'm immediately after there TDC people today. People in gonna... the chat, I can't see the chat because I'm having to do this in the car, but I, I know people in the chat know what I'm talking it, about. Is, that's, not the, so that's not the thing where, like, the celebrity, because they're eating wings, right? That's something different. That's not the thing where the celebrities No, eating... so it's like, it's what, dude, it's just one chip. It's one, and I don't one know what type chip. of sorcery they put on that thing. It's one chip. It's in the bag of chips. It's in some <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos. Dude, we could get answers out of terrorists by you. <laughs> a chip from Dumbledore. <laughs> put a spell on the no, chip. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. You don't ever do it. And if you're out oh there listening, don't do it. Don't do it. God. Well, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you've recovered for this segment. Uh, and I'll tell you this, Jake, you know, I, again, I, 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 we've had plenty of conversations off air, but I, I love that you bring the heat. And I want you to know the audience loves it too. I've had people reach out to me. Uh, you know, we have guests every single day, and I, I think everybody values each and every single one of our guests all week. But a lot of people out there, they actually tell me your segment is their favorite. And that's funny, right? Because if you tune into, t- if, if, you, if you stay too glued and connected to Twitter, Right, you'll think that people want want the sunshine pumping. They don't, though, man. They want to be challenged. I want you to know, yeah. people love people love the fact. I think because I, you know what, people ask me, what do you think Jake's going to say? He's going to eat crow. I said Jake will gladly eat shit, and knowing Jake, he'll pick Mizzou out of spite of us just to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, number one, I appreciate it, and, and I know, uh, you know, me, me and the audience, we have fun in the chat, and, and obviously we disagree on some things, but. You know, I, I think it's fun just from a passion standpoint because, you know, we, we love it as much as the people who listen to this show love it. Yeah. And, and while we may disagree on some finer points, and there's always stuff you can go back and say, oh, you're right or oh, you're wrong on when you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds mm. with 
this many teams, it's, it's tough to bat a thousand either way. But I think you can tell that, you know, obviously we're both passionate about it and the fans are passionate about it, but they want what you truly think. Like, I'm not going to come on to a South Carolina show and just say nice things about South Carolina because it's a South Carolina show and, and talk trash about Missouri and then go on a Missouri show and do the opposite. Mm. And I'm going to stand by what I say because, yeah. you know, again, at the end of the day, uh, you're never always right on anything. And, and I think there's some nuance in every argument. And the thing I like about the South Carolina fan base is while they do want it, and every fan base has their section of people that are just absolutely nuts and want nothing but sunshine, <laughs> I, I do think the South Carolina fan base has been through enough of the fights and stuff like that to realize that, you know, if you're making a logical argument, if you can back up your argument, and then at some point when you can step back and say, hey, look, I may have been wrong, and I may have been wrong for this reason, I think people respect that. I think that's one of the problems with society right now and why nobody trusts anybody in the government because nobody will come out and take accountability for anything. So I think that's something that's missing from society nowadays. But I appreciate the love. Jake, I love it, man. I appreciate you taking the time for me to come on. Hey, let's jump into it because – we're, I'm still riding high, Jake. I'm still on cloud nine. The Aggie pack has been smoked, and apparently the Aggies smoked their own pack, I think, in the locker room. But either way, yeah, the game got... Co- <laughs> I was about to say, I'm surprised if there's any left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are, we, they, they were smoking a different kind of pack, I think. But uh, Yeah, y'all, you had to go pick up an ounce after the game. They probably <laughs> sold it to you. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, no, so anyways, though, the Gamecocks, huge win. Uh, great scene, great atmosphere. Yeah. If you love college football, you really appreciate it and loved what you saw at Willie B. But what a start. Xavier Leggett takes it 100 yards. The, the freaking roof comes off the place. And I think that really just set the tone for the yeah. entire night. You're up 17 to nothing before you can blink. Just, just talk about an overall 30,000-foot view, Jake, just looking at that game. The significance and importance, I know some will try to poke holes and say, well, you know, Kentucky didn't have Will Levis and Texas A&M, they're spiraling. But the fact of the matter is the Gamecocks have taken advantage. They now sit five and two. And obviously, again, yeah. for folks, you know, like yourself that picked five and seven, but even those that picked six and six or, or had question marks about this team after a couple of weeks, man, you sit in a great spot now as you close out the month of October. Just how big of a win was that for South Carolina to take down a Texas A&M program that they had never beaten? <laughs> Yeah, and and I I don't believe in ugly wins or pretty losses. You either win the game or you lose the game. 50 years from now, when some of these fans' children or their grandchildren are looking at old scores, they're not going to look back at that Kentucky game and say, hey, they didn't have Will Levis. They're going to say, nope, we beat Kentucky. Uh, It was a heck of a win on the road, and and that's when Beamer turned it around. Uh, Here's my thing. Uh, It's a huge win, obviously, because this is still a building year. You know, while I did predict South Carolina – to go five and seven or six and six, I did say this will be the worst roster that Shane Beamer has while he is in South Carolina. So the fact that it, that you're five and two, regardless of how you got there, is South Carolina the best team in the SEC? No, I don't think anybody would believe that. But they're finding ways to win games. And what's funny, Chris, is we came on here last week, and when we did the predictions for the game, what was the one thing we talked about? When you have two teams that are similarly even like this, it could come down to a big special teams play. And is it, special teams plays don't always happen at the end. They don't ha- always happen at the middle. It happened at the beginning, and it set the tone for the rest of the game. So, look, <clears throat> Kentucky without Will Levis, you still won the game. Some teams catch breaks during the year. There's some years where you catch breaks, and then there's other years where you're like, man, we had a really good team. We just couldn't catch a break. So, 
look, I mean, my hat's off to Shane Beamer. Uh, I'll continue to say he's going to be the guy that gets that place to where it should be. Uh, and it's happening this year a little bit quicker. Now, I will say this, Chris. South Carolina can't get excited about these last two games. They can't get excited about being 5-2. and two. They can't overlook Missouri. They've got to try and play, this, which is smart and clean. South Carolina isn't playing superb in any of the three phases. They're playing clean. They're not beating themselves, which shows you that the team is getting better throughout the year. And that's the best compliment that you can give a head coach, especially in a rebuilding season, that your team with this roster, with this personnel, continues to play smarter and cleaner each week. Because always remember this, most football teams don't win games, they lose them. Jake, through seven games, if I would have told you Spencer Rattler had five touchdowns to eight interceptions, what would you have predicted South Carolina's record would be? Well, you know, about where I had it. Yeah. You know, I think Spencer is kind of who we thought he was a little bit before the season. But then it comes back. And I want to give Spencer credit. While, while the numbers aren't fantastic, he's really not putting the ball in harm's way like he was earlier in the year. You're watching him grow as a quarterback because it's really hard to take guys and not only at a high school but that have been at other places like Oklahoma uh, that are offensive-minded guys that think we will score on every play. You're not going to score on every play. Sometimes the best play is to throw the ball away or to throw the check down. And you're seeing Spencer do that. Now, is that the top of his potential? Is he playing as well as he can? No. But the better roster that they put behind him, and I do think he will be back next year, that is going to do wonders for him if he keeps this same line of thinking. That has been the difference for him in the offense. And now all of a sudden, Marcus Satterfield doesn't exactly look like Quasimodo anymore. He's looking more like George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I look, Jake, you know, I look at Spencer Rattler, and I will say this. The stat line is ugly. A lot of interceptions, not his fault. But, uh, you know, I, I look at his game. Of course, I was in the building against A&M. Am I crazy for believing? I actually think this offense is is on the brink of a breakout game. I think it's going to be tomorrow. I'm not sure if you saw my score prediction, Jake, but I think South kind of Mizzou's always a little wacky. I don't share the same concern going in this game as some others do. I'm not taking anything away from Mizzou when I say that, but the cocks are hot. Cocktober, Jake's in full effect, and I saw some things last weekend. The offensive line's playing much better. Marshawn Lloyd's a freak. We all know that. The Gamecocks have weapons yep. on the outside. And I thought if not for a couple of drops last weekend, Spencer Rattler's stat line looks much, much different. And I think we're having a much different conversation. I think, you know, obviously I hope, but I think they connect on some of those deep shots tomorrow. Am I crazy for believing that that breakout performance could be around the corner maybe as soon as tomorrow afternoon? Um, you know, I don't think you're crazy for that, but I think we kind of have a good idea of who South Carolina is. And to be honest with you, Chris, I can make a damn good argument that Marshawn Lloyd's the best offensive player on that team right now, including Jaheim Bell, uh, who, who is an NFL player. Uh, and I think he's going to be a pretty daggum good when he has dropped a couple passes. But Marshawn Lloyd is an NFL back. Uh, and he does a little bit of everything. He's exactly what the NFL is looking for right now. And he's only going to get better. So uh, I think South Carolina is going to be able to move the ball tomorrow. The biggest thing, it's always harder. And I, I try and talk about this all the time. From a coaching perspective, it's always harder to get guys to play good after a weekend that they played good. Mm. It's a lot easier to get to get somebody who played bad to play better that next weekend. 
that's the trick. But I think Shane is so in tune with that team. Uh, I think they're moving as one organism. If they go out and play clean and they continue to get off to good starts like we saw, whether that's them making a big play or the other team screwing up, if they get off to a good start, they should be able to handle Missouri. But the last thing you can do is pound your chest and walk around like you're the best team in the country. You've got to go back. You've got to correct the things that need to be corrected and get back to the fundamentals because that's what got you. Yeah. And I'll say this, Jake, you know, I'm not in the locker room. So obviously maybe I'm making this assumption, if you will, but I've heard that commentary a lot this week from Gamecock fans about, you know, the potential quote unquote letdown game. And, you know, we can't read our press clippings per se, and we can't get too full of ourselves. My question, Jake, would be this. And again, I guess, you, I guess as fans, we never know, like, how do you get full of yourself, right? But I, you come into a game against Mizzou, they've beaten you three in a row. Eli Drinkwitz is three yeah. and oh against the Gamecocks. Hey, that goes back to when he was the head coach at Appalachian State. So I, I don't know how you could come into this one with a big head. I mean, you haven't really, yes, the Kentucky and AM wins are great. But you haven't really proven anything, and I and I let, and I don't say that in a negative way, right? I mean, you're five and two. You haven't even punched your ticket to bowlingbody yet. Like let's 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 slow down before you crown yourselves, right? I'm I feel confident that Shane Beamer and company will uh, will have this team ready to go, ready to play. That's really honestly the yeah. least of my concerns. But again, you've been on the coaching side, so if you want to expand the overall challenge of keeping guys up, I feel like that's what. You know, not to change the convo to Bama, but that that's what made Bama, in my opinion, Jake, so impressive is yeah. that they win national titles and they come back the next year with the same tenacity. Like they never get yeah. satisfied. Yeah. And it's in its program in our human nature to get satisfied, to rest on your laurels, to to say that quote unquote, I've made it. And like the fact Nick Saban comes back, I mean, he wins a national title and 48 hours later, he's back in the office planning for the next season. Like, that, that type of relentless yeah. pursuit of greatness is not normal. So, so what are the challenges that a, coach's fa- a coach faces? Like you said, Gamecocks have won four in a row, won back-to-back SEC games as underdogs, of keeping a team up and keeping a team motivated. But I know you'd agree, Jake, that if you need somebody to motivate you going into an SEC game, it's homecoming, sellout crowd, you just play in the wrong sport, dog. I, you need your pulse check. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have to get fired up, yeah. you know what I mean, by a coach to go play the game. No, no, that's exactly right. But, like, I think people confuse motivation and execution. Right. You know, everybody wants to go out there and play good. Are you going to go out there and play? Hell, if everybody played how they wanted to play, (laughs) nobody would ever play bad. So it's it's about going out there and executing. And it's really – it's not getting too up to it, that makes sense. You you, you can be too low, but you can also be too high. But but I think you have to – when you're looking at teams uh, not not relying on – uh, laying on their laurels or complacency, you got to look at the stages where they're at. So South Carolina right now, Alabama's at a totally different place. Right. The reason, one of the reasons you see that from Alabama is because they've done it so much. Number one, they know exactly the process they have to go through. But the younger guys have watched the older guys have so much success. They don't want to be the class that blows it. That they don't want to be the class that screws it up. They're aspiring to the guys that took them under their wing. And they've already been through enough championships and stuff like that where that is that is built in. That is nothing from a coach that is built in. So when you look at a, at a team like South Carolina where they're at right now, trying to get to that championship level, you have to really lean on your older guys right now. You have to really lean on them 
to make sure the younger guys are doing everything exactly like they were. They're not thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe I don't have to go full bore in this workout or maybe I can skip a set or, uh, oh, I accidentally dozed off for a couple minutes during a meeting. That's where you rely on those older guys because if they have success, that young group not only knows how to have success, but now they owe it to the older guys to have success. And the new guys that get brought in will get taught the same thing. That's how you build a championship culture. And while you'll never completely kill complacency, the best way to dim it down as much as possible is to turn it into a machine like that. And that's the goal. Now, Jake, let's talk a little bit about Mizzou and just what you've seen from them. You look at the record, it could be deceiving, yeah. right? They played some really, really close games in the SEC. I mean, should have beaten the Auburn be Tigers, up. right? Should have. And, yeah. and I watched the end of that That's game live. That's the biggest live. choke job I've ever seen. Yeah, That's I was going to – the biggest choke job I've ever seen. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I watched the end of that game live, and, and there are excruciating ways to lose games. That's got to be up there with, like, one of the worst. And for those that may not remember well, – Did it get me to the point where I'm like, all right, he's betting on this? Yeah. Which one of y'all did it? <laughs> yeah. like, well, I think they, they it? missed a kick <laughs> into regulation, and then the, the running back reaches out in overtime. They're going to win the game, and he fumbles no. out of the back of but the But, Chris, end. it wasn't just a kick. It was a 26-yard field goal right down the middle by yeah. a guy who's a really good kicker. I don't think he <laughs> – that is a one out of, out of 100 missed yeah. kick. Yeah, but and then Georgia and then the next there, week against Georgia – what is it? The next week against Georgia, he's hitting like fifty yarders with ease. Like, oh, dude, he was he was Justin Tucker. <laughs> makes you makes you wonder, right, Jake? Makes you wonder is a better. Makes yeah. you wonder. Makes I want to see your emails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, need to see those emails and texts. Uh, but no, so I mean, yeah. Mizzou's had some really close losses. You could argue they should have beaten Florida on the road. Um, what have you seen from Missouri? Because I, I think Mizzou's in a really interesting place. The program, right? We talk about coaches at their stops and year three of a yeah. program or or just the, the, the building process if you will and you look at Eli Drinkwitz and he is one of those coaches you know I don't think there'll be a lot of moves made I think you would obviously agree Auburn is going to be one that makes the change on Harson, but Drinkwitz yeah. might be the yeah. other domino that falls and you look at offensively they've been stagnant Brady Cook has been very average. I mean, I think that's being pretty polite. You look at his, his splits on the road, Jake, zero touchdowns, five picks. He's been brutal on the road. Yeah. Defensively, they're solid, but Mizzou is – they're kind of one of those pesky SEC teams where it wouldn't shock you if, you know, they go six and six and one of those wins was some stupid upset they probably shouldn't have won. But I, I don't think it's a daunting task. What have you seen from Missouri this year? And I would say how big of a win – or how big of a game is this – for Eli Drinkwitz, who I think is looking for all the signature wins he can get in SEC play right now. Yeah, I, I think Eli's going to be fine. Next year's the year. Uh, when you look at the way they've recruited, they've actually done some, some pretty good things. Luther Burden is a guy you obviously have to keep your eye on, uh, not only, you know, out wide and getting the ball on jet sweeps and screens, but also <laughs> in the return game. You know, Missouri as a team, they really don't wow you in any aspect, right? Now, last year, we all know how bad they were defensively. By, uh, by the way, for you diehards out there, if y'all remember that linebacker they had, Nick Bolton, who was like the only guy on defense that was any good two years for Missouri, he is balling for the Chiefs. That dude was oh, – if you go back and watch that tape. But that's a story for another day. Uh, they're better on defense uh, in the front seven. Uh, but, again, the dam does break because they don't have a ton of depth. Now, offensively, Brady Cook, you know, I thought he played pretty well at Auburn, but you talk about the road split. They they played him pretty close to the vest. Uh, I guess they don't trust him as much. But Missouri really doesn't do anything that jumps out on the screen against you. So 
you know, taking that into account with South Carolina playing at home, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. If you go out there and you play clean and you don't try and do too much and you don't overlook these guys, a good game should beat Missouri without you having to worry. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. But if you go out there and you turn the ball over and you got a bunch of false starts and you rough a punter and you're missing field goals and you let them hang around, they do have enough athletes to make that play at the end of the game uh, like they tried to do against Auburn, for example. So South Carolina is the better team. I think this is one of the few times uh, where you, you can look at South Carolina and say, hey, our roster is pretty much better than theirs. But if I'm Brady Cook, I'm going to put on a bubble suit this week with the way it's been going for teams that play South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina's defensive line taking over the last two games. They should probably have the opportunity to do that yet again, like you mentioned, Jake. And I think uh, I think if you're able to stop or at least slow down Pete and Schrader, those two running backs, I, I think you should be able to have a field day yeah, getting in They're Brady. a run-to-pass team. Right, they're, right. They're a run-to-pass <laughs> team. Try to play good. They, they want to beat you the old-school way. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're able to slow down that run game, I, I think it's going to be another long, long day for Brady Cook. Uh, Jake, prediction time. You know, South Carolina Mizzou has been a weird series. It's five and five since Mizzou joined the SEC, and there have been some crazy games. And I mean, you even look at last year, right? Gamecocks were coming off a huge win over Florida. You're riding high. You know, the Mizzou game served as hey, if you win this one, you'll punch your ticket to bowl eligibility, similar to this year. And Mizzou had the, I think, worst rushing defense in the SEC or damn near dead last. Uh, they were kind of like this team this year. They weren't really good at anything. And it was a 31-28 to 28 shootout. And I would argue the most inexplicable loss of the season last year. You ran for like 56 yards. Uh, forgot, yeah. I think it was Beatty was the running back last year, right? He ran for like 240 on your defense. Yeah, he's uh, a stud. Yeah, a stud. But it, it, was a, it was a very frustrating day in Como. How do you see this one playing out? Again, the reason I've got the score so high is I just feel like these games are weird. I could see Beamer ball, Beamer ball showing itself yet again. Wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of defensive score. Um, you know, I, I think for the most part, your defense, your defense will have success. But how do you see this one playing out, man? Because Vegas, hey, the Vegas number, money's been coming in on Missouri, and the line now just sits at Three and a half, the Gamecocks. Gamecocks in the top 25, by the way, Jake, coming in this one. Do they keep yep, that ranking? Yep. Do they get the win at home? How do you see it playing out? Yeah, well, I, I would definitely go into your parents' uh, bedroom and lift up the mattress and take that $20, and you go put it on South Carolina minus two and a half. Uh, buy that down a point. You know, my thing about this game, Chris, is I think South Carolina's kind of in a good spot from a vibe standpoint, right? You know, we talked about that earlier. You're not too low. I don't think they're going to be too high because they haven't had that ultimate success yet. Yet, I think South Carolina handles them pretty easily in this game. Uh, it smells like a, like a 30 to 13 type of game to me. Uh, I think Missouri is going to have trouble in that atmosphere. We all know how ruckus it's going to be uh, up there in Columbia. I haven't coached there. I know how it is. Uh, I, I think the Gamecocks get out in front. Missouri may come back for a second. Uh, but I think they'll put the dagger in a maybe early third quarter uh, at the latest midway through the third quarter. So, so I like South Carolina in this one. I think they match up well looking at the roster and the personnel. Uh, I think they go out there and play a clean game and, and are able to put some points on the board. Jake, Beamer ball to the freaking moon, my friend. And I'm going to hit you up after this show because I, I don't know if it can go in you guys' studio or you, you can just keep it for yourself. But I got a Beamer ball. Actually, you know what? 
for all three of you guys, Beamer Ball towels, koozies. We we got to hook you guys oh, up with the Beamer Ball it. swag. We we got to have got to have it. We'll put it in the studio. Yes, got to have yeah, it. Jake sure. Crane sure. of Crane and Company. Those guys are live doing a great job every single day. Follow them on social media. Follow Jake as well. Jake, I always look forward to this segment each and every single week, and it's just wild though to think about. You got the Cox winning. I've got the Cox winning. South Carolina will be six and two after tomorrow. And I don't want to make you sound like yeah, a broken not, record, yeah. but my goodness, what Shane Beamer has done in such a short amount of time with, with below average quarterback play from Spencer Rattler, they're still yep. finding ways to win. That I think is what's most shocking. Yeah. yeah well, I, I think we got to stop talking about Beamer ball as, as just special teams or people that think it's just special teams. I think Beamer ball is, is team in aggregate. Mm-hmm. I think it's using your whole team to beat somebody not having to rely on one side of the ball, not having to rely on just one guy. That's what I think Beamer ball truly is. It's beating people as a team. And, and that's the challenge, and he's been able to meet it. Uh, and, yeah, look, you know, from an expectation standpoint, like I told you, dude, I mean, I'll set up and be the first to say I was wrong, but I'll be the first to say it looks like I was right on Mississippi State and about 90% of the other things. So uh, I, think it's, uh, I, think it's a, I think it's great for South Carolina. Uh, I've got a ton of respect for that fan base, as we've talked about on here before. And a good South Carolina is good for the SEC. And a good SEC East is good for the SEC. So uh, I'm enjoying watching it, uh, watching the rise. And, and I hope we just didn't jinx it by both picking them. That's the only thing that worries me because the football gods are real, my friend. Hey, listen, the cocks are hot. Cocktober is in full swing. The football gods have got to take a back seat, I think, this weekend, my guy. Hey, <laughs> Jake, Jake, <laughs> oh, Jake, always a pleasure, my man. We'll do it again next week. Thanks so much for your time. Chris, always, buddy. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from Jake Crane. What a legend. What a legend he is, man. That was incredible. That was absolutely incredible. Hey, James Rogers comments and says he's got two tickets for sale uh, to the game tomorrow, Section 505, Row 36, seats 35 and 36, 80 for both. Somebody hit James Rogers up and make sure we got Gamecocks in those seats. Um, Guys, hey, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. On the other side, though, I want to take your questions, your comments, and your calls. Folks, Jake Crane just picked the Gamecocks to win 30-13. to 13. I got the Cox 34-20. to 20. Want to hear your score predictions on the other side. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. Hey, quick reminder, come see us out tomorrow at Seawell's. Spot 78 for the TSUS tailgate. We will have the Beamer Ball towels on sale. We'll have the koozies on sale. Also, also, we will have the Mizzou packs on sale. Mizzou packs for sale, courtesy of our friends over at Carolina Cigars. Come on out, guys. It's going to be one hell of a time. Also, we're going to have free koozies giveaway, courtesy of our friends over at A1 Air Quality consultants and i appreciate them obviously the sponsors for our lead pipe lock of the week guys appreciate jake crane taking the time i was talking about this just before he jumped on again that number that stands out to me the number that stands out to me for spencer rattler 200 or more passing yards and zero turnovers he had eight such games at oklahoma he's had none at south carolina tomorrow i think he gets his first i think spencer rattler tomorrow reminds us all why we wanted him so badly. I think he has his breakout game. I think he connects 
on a couple of those deep shots he's missed on early in this season. I think the receivers and the playmakers will make the plays. I think it's that breakout performance for this Gamecocks offense. Now, when I say breakout, I'm not saying they're going to score 40 points, but with all things considered, for this offense and the way they've played, I think it'll be a breakout performance. And I know, listen, Marcus Satterfield, not even his incompetence will hold down the talent on that offense forever. So I think you can expect Spencer Rattler to ball out tomorrow as he leads the Gamecocks to victory over Mizzou. I, I, I think we're going to see it. I think at minimum you'll see that over 200 yards, zero turnovers. I, again, I, I, I think Rattler is poised for his best game of the season. I, I really do. And Marshawn Lloyd's going to do Marshawn Lloyd things. Uh, I've got 34 to 20 game cuts. Guys, again, taking your questions, comments, calls, uh, 843-790-3377. Jeff Bolton says 24 to 16. Gamecocks. Yeah, guys, again, leave your leave your score predictions. Uh, Brandon Wagner says possibly 9 and 3 and 10th win in the bowl game. Well, if that happens, the Beamer Ball ass tattoo will be happening. By the way, that whole chip challenge that Jake was mentioning, I have not seen the chip challenge, but I can assure you I will not be participating because I'm someone that I try to learn from the mistakes of others. I, I do. And so hearing Jake talk about the chip challenge, hearing your, seeing your comments about the chip challenge, I think I'm good not doing it. I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I don't think I need to experience it for myself. I think I'm fine on that. Uh, Brennan M says, Wonder how three and nine Cody feels after hearing Jake pick us to win 30 to 13. <laughs> oh, God. Cody Gaskins. How's it feel, my guy? Chuck McIntosh is 24 to 10 Gamecocks. No, listen, I, I know Cody won't see South kind of go undefeated. I, I know he does. Um, Jeff Gulich is 28 to 17. John Edwards says we'll win by at least 10 points. Joseph Carson, 21 to 17 Gamecocks. I, I, I think the better question is this. The better question is this. Not even. Not even uh, score predictions. It's is, is there any... I have not seen a soul picking Mizzou to win the game. I have not seen one person. Is there anyone... Speak and be heard if you exist. Speak and be heard if you exist. Is anybody picking Mizzou? Anyone? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So, Lexi says 30 to 17... Prediction, Gamecocks. I mean, again, nobody's picking Mizzou to win this game. Nobody. And I'm not, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, like, I haven't seen a soul. Well, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I stand corrected. Robbie Davis picked Missouri to win. I heard one person pick Mizzou, and it was Robbie Davis. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Chris? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, TGIF. What's up, man? What's going on? I was going back a little bit toward your uh, comment on Rattler and his eight games at um, Oklahoma versus his zero at South Carolina so far. Yeah. Um, I think this is finally definitely going to be his breakout game because if you look, he had those, what, three or four drop deep balls last week and then obviously the ones throughout the season. I think this will definitely be the breakout game. Yeah, I think so too, man. Like I said, they, they've been – They've been close, um, especially this this past game against Texas A&M, you know, a couple of those deep balls. I, I just – I have a hard time believing that we are going to go through this entire season and Rattler isn't going to have at minimum one game where he shines. It, it just – I just have a hard time believing that. Maybe that's my garnet and black blood. I got garnet glasses on. But I, I just – at some point, talent does shine. 
and, and I think that day will be tomorrow. I, I, I do. I just I have oh, this I'm, gut feeling. I'm, and I'm and I'm listen. I'm not saying he's going to throw for three fifty and throw four touchdowns. You know, when I pick thirty four to twenty, I don't think all thirty four of those are offensive points. I would. I, I I'm fully yeah. expecting Beamer ball to show itself defensively, special teams, what have you. Uh, but I think for the way this offense has looked, I think this will be a breakout game for them tomorrow. I, I do see that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I agree with you 110%, obviously, man. I, I think Spencer Rattler does get that over 200 yard and zero turnover game. I think he plays his best game of the season tomorrow. Let's leave it at that. Definitely. And I think I'm pretty sure they've hit on it right this week with the deep balls after what happened with those drop ones last week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think those big yeah. plays are made down the field. Um, I, I think this offense, you know, maybe maybe tired of hearing how bad they are. Um, <laughs> I, I think they'll want to prove a point tomorrow. So I, I think it'll be a fun yes, day. Sir. I think it'll be a fun day at Willie B. Oh, definitely. But anyway, y'all have a good one. I'll get off. Alex, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yep. Take care. Uh, by the way, I did forget about two and ten Cody picking Missouri to win. Yeah, I forgot about that. He got, he's got twenty three to twenty one Mizzou. <sighs> Slap dick. <laughs> by the way, Dalton. I don't know if Dalton's tuned in the TDC, but he just posted the ugliest helmet of all time. Like literally the like. I I will not be a Gamecock fan anymore if they wear that helmet. I, straight up. And I know people probably don't see the helmet that I'm I'm talking about. The ugliest helmet I've ever seen. One of the ugliest helmets. I, I, actually, I'll say that. That's not fair. One of. One of the ugliest helmets. No, thank you. No, thanks. I'm good. Uh, Shellen, de- defensively, defensively, Mizzou is solid. Um, you know, their DBs are solid. Their defensive front is pretty good. Austin Greer says, my brain says Mizzou wins. Really? I don't feel like Austin. I'm even picking with my heart here. I, I think I am picking with my brain. I picked with my brain last weekend. I didn't pick with my heart last weekend. And listen, I, I respect all picks and opinions, but I, I just here's what I'll say. I, I feel like if you're picking Missouri, you are banking on the letdown game. I think South Carolina is a better football team than Missouri. I think they're a more talented football team than Missouri. So if you're picking Missouri, I, I just I feel like you're banking on the letdown performance. You're banking on same old, same old South Carolina. That that that's what you're banking on. I, let the 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 letdown game. I think if this game was on the road, I, I'd maybe I'd maybe feel a little bit more like maybe the 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 letdown game. I just don't see it. Like, I feel like if you were going to have the letdown game, it would have been A&M. And, and that is, and again, that just goes to show you, and, I, and I'm not attacking anyone or blaming anyone for this, but it th- that's how you can, like the, the beaten, battered, bruised Gamecock fans who have had their fandom abused time and time again, that's why folks are, 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 are weary of the game and maybe even picking a loss. <laughs> Okay, let's jump to the phone line. Call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Six. Robbie, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty good on this Monday Eve. How are you doing? Bro, I'm doing fantastic, man. I, I really am. I appreciate you asking. What's up? It's a great day. It's a it's a it's been a great couple of weeks to be a GameStop fan, hasn't it? It has, man. Been been a while. Been a, been a while <laughs> since we uh Yeah. <laughs> 
it, it's, it has. It has. And it's, when was the last? Great day to I have a, a day for sure. For you, okay? Yeah, what's up? And let's see. If, I want to see if you can answer this. When was the last time we were bowl eligible before the last month of the season? Uh, you know, I, I made that point on the podcast. I don't know. I mean, I, obviously the 11 win seasons we were, but like it hasn't happened a lot. Put it that way. It has not happened yeah, a lot. Yeah. So I do not. I like. I don't even remember the last time we were bowl eligible before November. Okay. I. That's how long it's been. That's how scarred I am from the other, from the other coaching staff that I will not utter their names. Okay. I literally do not remember. Mm-hmm. And. I think – I do not think that this will be the letdown game. If we have a letdown game, I think it'll be sometime in November. Yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I – if you're – let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. If your only reasoning – that you can, you can, your only justification, I should say, for picking Missouri is, well, the Gamecocks letdown game. I feel even more confident in my pick. Because you don't have a real reason they're going to win. It, Mizzou's not that good. Yeah, they're not. You, you don't have real, like, give they're me some not. real reasons why Missouri's going to win. I, I'm just not allowing what happened in 1997 or what happened in 2007 or what happened under Will Slapdick Muschamp to affect my thinking going into this game? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Right. So the main, like, honestly, the reason why I picked Mizzou to win, okay, just for everybody to know, is mainly because the last the last couple of weeks I've picked us to lose, and we've won. Robbie, Robbie, can I can I tell you something? So, what? I know what you're doing. I, I know. I've done it. What am I doing? I've done it. I'm saying with your pick. I know. I've done it. The jinx <laughs> pick doesn't work, though, when you have to tell everyone it's a jinx. Right? I don't believe in jinxes, bro. I don't believe in jinxes. I believe in good luck. I do not believe in bad luck. I only believe in good luck. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I won't question a mad scientist. I won't. I won't question a wizard. <laughs> but I, I, just, I don't think this will be the let. I really, I really don't. Okay, because I think we're obviously better than Missouri. Okay, and this has been a year of breaking streaks, and tomorrow we break another one. Do, do, but did I obviously yes I did pick up the lose, but am I going to show up tomorrow, cheering my lungs out, <clears throat> hoping we win? Absolutely, I am. Because like I said yesterday, all it is is a prediction. Okay. I mean, Robbie, if if, if 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 people showing up to games was based off of how many people were picking Carolina to win, there might have been twenty people in the stands at the Georgia game. I mean, so thank thank goodness that's not how attendance works. Thank goodness. Yeah. 
And honestly, I haven't really watched Missouri play that play. And the only time I did, like I said, was like whenever they were playing Georgia. And I was shocked that that game was as close as it was. Because mm-hmm. I thought for sure Georgia was going to be up by like 40 before the first quarter was over against Mizzou. Because Even in highlights that I watched of Mizzou, Mizzou does not look that good at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just when you're looking at the two teams, and I, I said it yesterday, but Mizzou has has found ways to lose games. I mean, the, the Cox are red hot. I mean, I, I just it's a no brainer pick for me. It, it's a no brainer pick. I, I just mm-hmm. so. Right, and I ain't gonna lie. Whenever you said whenever you said October, I laughed so hard I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> it is the final weekend of October. Yes, October has been. I mean, think about it. we haven't lost a game. October. Yeah, we is, haven't is lost a game in October yet. October's for real, man. October is real. It is real. It is here. It is. It is amongst us, whether you like it or not. The cocks are hot, doggone it. And like I said yesterday also, I don't give a damn how it gets done. As long as we win, I don't care. Ugly, pretty, mediocre, I don't care. Just win, okay? Indeed. Robbie. I'm going to let you go. Phone lines so, are ringing off the hook today. So we, uh, I'm going no to get, try to get as many no folks problem. in here as possible. No problem. Uh, I will be probably heading towards Columbia around maybe 10 o'clock. Tomorrow. Safe travels. Same to you. Thank you. Go Cox and uh, heck with Clemson. Bunch of losers. Losers. L7 weenie. All right, buddy. You're the man, Robbie. I appreciate you, man. Take care. Great stuff. And if you did not know, Robbie Davis will be in the building. I I tell you, you know, we talk about prize picks and prop plays. The over-under prop play total on OKs from Robbie Davis, the OK counter. I I need to hit up prize picks. This should be a daily bet. My guy, my guy, the Slayer of Queens, Chase Floyd, the Slayer of Queens, he would bet on that shit every day. Like, there's no question. He'd bet on it every day. The Robbie Davis okay counter on prize picks. Over, under totals. Man would bet on it every day. And I say that because I love Robbie, by the way. We, we love to pick at Robbie a little bit here and there. Uh, anyways, guys, phone lines. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. about you? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Yeah, so uh, like like I said before, uh, we could go ten and two. That, I feel like that's my prediction. I mean, we we have, we only lost two games this year. You you got the Cox going ten and two? Is that what you said? I said ten and two. Yeah. Okay, ten and two season. Here we go. Yeah, Beamer Ball ass tat yeah, to the moon. Let's go. 
I feel like he's going to break the history, and we're going to beat Tennessee and Clemson. I'm, I'm optimistic on this one, but I mean, who cares? I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm, I'm very optimistic. On close, the close the so, close the season out on a nine game winning streak. Yeah, I mean Love that that would be amazing. I mean, just imagine if we beat Tennessee and Clemson at the same time. That that would be a perfect season. I mean, who who you telling, my guy? Who who you telling? Hey, I hear you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. To the moon, dude. I love it. Ten and two. Hey, ten and two is back on. Yeah. Ten and two is back on. Exactly. And that's that's why you got that on your uh, profile picture too. Ten, ten and two. That's it. That's it. But that's all I got to say. Hunter, I, I I love it. Short, sweet to the point. We're going ten and two. Thank you, Hunter. I appreciate the call. No problem, man. Yeah, man. Take care. <laughs> ten and two's back. <laughs> Bro, we'll be ranked in the top ten if we if we win the if we win the last uh, what five in a row, which would be a nine game ass tat season, the ass tat season. Nah, you know I I know it's I know it's ways away, and I know some folks won't want to hear it, especially my guy Dalton and Brendan and those others. We I don't know how we're gonna Call beat Tennessee, from. man. Will from Darty Martel. Here we go. Will, what's up, man? How are you? Good, how are you? I am doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up, man? Nothing, man. Just excited about tomorrow, ready to get down there. Wondering if uh, – did you hear anything about the uniform combination yet? Dude, they, 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 they keep that thing locked down like Fort Knox these days, man. We, we've gone from we've gone from doing the most, promoting the unis, to doing literally nothing. So, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I no well, longer – Well, you know what? The, 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 yeah. The battle armor days didn't work out well for us, so I'm that's not true. Too, no, that's, <laughs> I'm not that's, that's true, but uh, you know those, those in the building they don't they don't want TSUS finding out the uniform beforehand. So it, it is what it is, my guy. I got you, bro. I'm hoping. You know what? Believe it or not, man, I'm hoping for a blackout, bro. Let's do it. Let's just go all black. I'd, you know I'd, I you know, I'd, I'd like to see the black magic unis. I, I would. I'd like to see garnet black white. I think that'd be cool for this game. But I mean, whatever, whatever. Maybe they'll go black garnet garnet again. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, those were sharp last week, for sure. Um, never a problem with those. Yeah, I was just wondering. I hadn't heard anything about it. Normally, it's like today or so when you kind of hear about it. So, I was just seeing if you, you heard anything. But uh, no, I'll be out there tomorrow, man. Hopefully, it's rocking. So, so you will be Good at the game. Are you you going you gonna to come I by Seawells or no? Oh, you know that. But I'm going to come by and check you out. I love it. I didn't get a spot over there this time, but – uh. I'll be close. I'll be in the field. Bro, them, there, them so. spots are going like crazy, man. We had people trying to park last week, and yeah. they couldn't get in there either. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, yeah. when, you, when you get good, my guy. When you when you get good, it happens. Yeah, it happens. yeah, man. It's, 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 it's nice to see, man. It's just yeah. I hope I hope it's just I know it's going to be a good atmosphere. I just hope we go out and get a win and get bowl eligible. It'll just be a, a great a great way to to end the weekend, bro. But uh, anyway, oh, yeah. I'll be out there tomorrow. I'll check you out, brother. Will, I appreciate it, man. Right, I look man. forward to it. Yeah. yeah, later. All right, brother. Take care. Will from Dirty Myrtle, appreciate you calling in, my guy. Uh, James Kendall says, <clears throat> 10 and 2 people remind me of Olaf the Snowman singing about the summer. And he said, I do love Olaf, to be fair. Very good. Uh, Jeff Gullich says, just to clarify on the 10 wins asked at, was that regular season only or including the bowl game? That was that was including bowl. Like we, If we go 9 and 3 and then, win, and then we win the 10th in the bowl game, that counts, my guy. That counts. Yeah, that counts. 
That counts indeed. Um, Caden Gibson, I've had seven and five since the beginning of the season, ten and two just in realistic. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I'm not one to, I'm not one to change my my like my up, give you my, my updated season predictions week after week after week. Yeah, I'd, I'd say seven and five, maybe eight and four, is the is the realistic, you know, best case. I, I don't I don't think ten wins gonna happen. I, again, that's why I put an ass. Guys, I don't I don't put these ass tats on the line. I don't I don't make bets I'm not going to win. You know what I mean? Like most of the time. So, you know, hey, but I'd love, I would love nothing more. I'd love nothing more than to have to go get Beamer Ball tatted on my ass. I mean, dude, it'd be the, it'd be the most viewed piece of content ever. It would. Travis Lee says, if we win nine in a row to finish the season, I'll tat Rebecca on my ass. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Cody Gaskin says, the only thing that can tame a cock is a hooker. Balls by 90. Cody Gaskins, are you going as a slap dick for Halloween? I see you've already got your costume on. <laughs> my guy Cody decided to be a slap dick for Halloween weekend. Shulin, Chris, how am I supposed to coordinate my Saturday attire when they don't announce the new combo? You know, it's funny. I, I, I've, I've, I didn't realize people did that so much. Like they, they coordinate what they're wearing with what Carolina's wearing. So, listen, Shulin, I, I'm not the one that decides that. I'm not the one that, that, um, you know, doesn't tell you the uni combo. I, I you got to hit up USC. That's on them. That's their thing. So, you know, I'm sorry that they're, they're. Uh, I'm sorry they're making it difficult for you to pick your attire for tomorrow. So, I, I, I don't know. Let's see. Austin Greer says six and six is more likely than eight and four. Lady Breeze says eight and four is still where I have us, but if we look really good the next three, I could see us picking off an orange crush. Will Sisk, Black Magic Unis for Halloween. I, I would love that, honestly. I would love that. Jacob Lee says, I've got nine and three with a loss to Tennessee and a win in Clemson. I tell you what, Jacob, I, I mean, I'd love that. I'd be ecstatic. Wouldn't that be something if we go into the bowl game, nine wins, and I'm like, well, go ahead and start getting it up. Go ahead and find a tattoo parlor. Go ahead and find a tattoo artist. Yeah, but dude, I, I, I think Tennessee is the toughest game we have left. I, I really do, just because of their offense. I mean, they're just – until Tennessee looks mortal – so, here we go. Call from Chase Floyd. Chase, what's up, man? The Slayer of Queens is officially in the building. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, down here working downtown. Look out your window. You might see me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right here beside, beside the Carolina Hill House, though, downtown. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Whatever's going on in the background is louder than hell, just so you know. Is it okay? I'll, I'll chill out for a second. I'll I'll, I'll take a minute. To <laughs> slow down. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, well, I can hear you. Not... Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Uh, real quick. Um, your comment. Yeah, you you best believe I'd bet the OK counter on Price Pick every time uh, with Robbie. <laughs> That's easy money every single time. But uh, no, nah, I haven't gave my pick. For the week, um, it's going to probably beating a dead horse. I was talking about it last week. Uh, 
after the victory that uh, Mizzou, you know, does make me nervous because of their defense. You look at it statistically where it's at, it is pretty good. Now, we've been, you know, we've been good enough to win the other two facets of the games, and, and that's great. I'm glad. Obviously, I'm happy where we're at. Uh, it just makes me nervous that, you know, what if one of those don't show up in this game, and it's going to depend more on the offense to stand up and do its part finally, because I honestly, th- I honestly think the defense is going to is going to hold, and their defense is going to negate our offense. So it's like special teams is where I feel like you know it's going to come down to, because I know they got a, they got a pretty good unit of a punter and stuff as well. Um, you know. Them, it shouldn't be a letdown game. Like you said, you thought Texas A&M would be the game. But I still feel like this could be as much as I don't want it to be just because it's just in our blood. You know, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. It's just that, it, it's, like you said, we're about a 500 football team across our history. So it's, 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 it, it sucks uh, and uh, to even think like that because, I mean, on paper, I feel like we, we should win. I feel like we got the athlete. It's just if Satterfield can get us going enough, or like you said, Rattler finally has his game. Because I, I know I think Lloyd's going to be there. I've been happy uh, with the offense of line the last month. I mean, it, we criticized it, and I was one of its biggest uh, <laughs> uh, critiques, I guess. Or and um, and they've showed up and showed out. And I mean, yeah, they can play better, but I've been very impressed with them. So hopefully, all that being said, I, I, I'm going to put my, you know, my garnet glasses pick of the week brought to you by Brendan M. I'm going to say 31-24 Gamecocks. That's what I'm going to go with. I think it's going to be close. And, I, I mean, it could be one of them last series kind of fourth quarter victories. I think it's going to, you know, like the point total. Vegas usually knows what's up. So hopefully we do our part in the stands again, being a little bit earlier of a game. Uh, we, we, we make them cause them to jump off a few times and influence the game that way because I, I, they haven't played in an environment like ours this year. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there, there we go. I'm going to keep running so I can get off work, my friend. But uh, appreciate you and appreciate the show. And I going to try to jump by tailgate tomorrow as well with my my, my old lady and uh, some of my buddies before we go into the stadium. So, I'll see you tomorrow. I love it, man. Chase, I appreciate it. Great prediction. Always a pleasure chatting with you. I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff. Great stuff indeed. Appreciate Chase. Hey, guys, let me uh, let me highlight this really quick because we were talking about uniforms. Lexi Crawford said in our TDC questions channel, the Big Cock Club Discord, Made a great point. Pink somewhere. Wristband, socks, et cetera. I hope I'm a breast cancer survivor. We have not seen it yet this month. Uh, Lexi said, battled at 24 years young, now almost 34. Had brain radiation last year for a rare brain malformation, and it takes up to three years. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I'm breast cancer awareness. Hopefully, South Carolina recognizes And we'd love to hear that Six from Lexi. Press one. Love to hear Depend that, Lexi. That's now. awesome. Press Congratulations. Jeff, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man, good. Am I the ninth caller? Did I win? Uh, yeah, you, 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 you um, won. You get to tell your score prediction. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, just a couple things. So I uh, actually just got out of the hospital after ten days. I was at Lexington Medical Center. The thing that made 
my night, Saturday night, I can go to the game. I can see the lights from my window, the wow. stadium. So, it was wow. Badass, man. Well, glad to Got hear that you're through. out, man. Glad to hear that you're out. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was curious about something to see how this plays out. Obviously, I know we got the loss to Georgia. We've got a loss to Arkansas. But what happens if we somehow beat Tennessee and we and we went out, we win? Because uh, I, I think it's very realistic that we're going to beat Missouri and Vandy. I think Florida is a toss-up, but I think we're better than Florida. I think we – if we somehow do that and beat Tennessee, but Tennessee beats Georgia, where does that put us in terms of the East? I I'd have to go back and do like the math on the on the east. I mean I I I, I mean Georgia would have to basically implode, bro, for us to like. They'd have to implode. I mean they, they would. They'd have to implode. They'd have to lose. Yeah, they'd have to lose more than just to Tennessee. So I, I you know I, I I don't know. I haven't even started to think about like hypothetical. I mean I've had people DM me too about hypotheticals for the east. I'm like, dude, let's just let's just beat Missouri, man. But hey, I mean I love to dream big, so. Um, the only thing that Carolina can do to put themselves in any type of position like that is just keep winning. So, uh, yeah, just keep winning. So, yeah. But I, I got us 38, 17. Um, I, I think we, I, I do think the offense breaks out. I think we limit Mizzou. Uh, cause I think cause uh, all phases of the ball, I think we flip the field on them right. with special teams, defense, we get some points. So I think that's gonna, that's gonna limit their scoring ability right there. Um, and then I do think our offense clicks enough to, to put some more points on the board. I love it, man. I love it. I'm on board with you. I lo- love the prediction. Yeah, I wish I could go, man, but uh, I'll try to get the one soon. <clears throat> well, like I said, glad to hear you're doing better, man, out of the hospital. That's that's awesome. And uh, that that's wild, the, the whole light, seeing the lights from the from, from your hospital yeah. bed. That's crazy. Yeah. When he – I watched him when he ran it back for the uh, opening kickoff, man. I, I cried. I'm not going to lie. That's awesome. Made a, made a good man cry. That's incredible. Well, yeah, I, I think it's going to be more fun, happy times tomorrow at Willie B, too, my friend. So, like I said, 38 to 17, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yep. Yep. Write it down. Lock it in. I love it. Jeff, I appreciate you calling in, man. All right. See you, Chris. See you. Bye. Right, let's from. keep it rolling. JB. To accept. What's going on, man? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Uh, I heard you uh, giving your score prediction today. Yeah, I got 34 to 20 Carolina, and then we're just kind of taking everybody else's score predictions. Um, so, yeah, I'm confident, man. I've been confident all week. I think Carolina right now riding a high. Um uh, I like 34 to 20 Gamecocks. Yeah, I agree. I My goal, my dream would be for us to score 28 points on offense and maybe a special team touchdown. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, we've talked about it. you talked about it all week. I'd really like, I'd like to see a three, four touchdown game from Spencer, man. That would, that would feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be great. I mean, kind of have that offensive to kind of see all the things that we're hoping can go into place. I'd like to see a post-route post, touch, post route for a touchdown. 
and I, that would feel good, especially wrapping up Vanderbilt and going into Florida, going to the swamp. I think we would it'd be great to get the offense kind of rolling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think, like I said, I mean, I, I'm really confident going in this game. I, I really am. I'm confident. I, I think that no matter what your feelings and opinions are on Marcus Satterfield, I, I think we all agree probably what needs to happen after the season. But I, I just – I refuse to believe that this offense isn't going to have one game or have a game where they they show out and talent prevails and guys make plays, playmakers make plays. I think it'll be tomorrow. I, I do. I think we'll see Spencer Rattler play his best game. And, you know, I talked about the streak, right? This is a another week, another streak, right? Another week, another streak. Three-game losing streak to Missouri. What's almost more bothersome is a three-game losing streak to Eli Drinkwitz. Like, you you can't have a losing streak to that, that dork, that dweeb at Missouri, right? You can't have a losing streak to freaking Eli Drinkwitz. Anyone who goes to a press conference dressed up as Darth Vader – you can't have a losing streak to them. So, you know, it, it's important for this program to reverse that. Important game, obviously, for Drink and Mizzou as well. But for the Gamecocks, I think you throw Mizzou in that Kentucky and that Vandy bucket. Mizzou is a team you need to beat on a year-in, year-out basis. And I think you will reverse that tomorrow. I do. I think you will. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I like our coach better with the uh, sunglasses and uh, the swag. So, I think he <laughs> – He, he's got Drinkwood beat there, and I think we're going to beat him on the field, too. So. I think so. I think so, man. Yeah, I do. I think so. I think it's going to be a real fun one. I, I really believe that. All right. Well, uh, I'll be there tomorrow, and uh, let's give him hell. I appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks so much. Looking forward to it. Thanks for the call. All right. Great stuff. You know, Cody Gaskins makes a good point here. I said over the course of the preseason, I said in the summer when I was making my predictions, if Spencer Rattler's the guy that I think he is, he doesn't lose to Kentucky. Cody Gaskins makes If Spencer's the guy we think he is, he doesn't lose to teams like Kentucky and Vandy. That's a great point. Great point. Let's get back to Bree, what's going on? How are you? 100%, Cody. If Spencer's that guy, we should not lose those games. Um... I was just calling in real quick. I uh, had two little things. One, I had one thing, and then I saw somebody was talking about, well, if we win out, what are the chances of us winning the East? For that to happen, guys, it would take UK to beat Tennessee and Georgia, Tennessee to also beat Georgia. And then there would be a three- to four-way tie for that to even happen, and then there's a voting committee for that. So that's, that's a super long shot, guys, there. You know, the fact, us getting voted <laughs> – I, I don't think it would be fair, honestly, because if that was the scenario that played out, I think it should go to the team that's playing better at the end of the year. And if Georgia loses to Tennessee and UK, then they're not better than us at the end of the year, even though they beat us earlier in the year. But, hey, you know, I'm not the voting committee, so I, that, that would be in their hands at that point. And that's a long, long shot. Or as somebody else said, UGA would have to lose three. <laughs> You know, UGA would have to lose three. Um, the, uh, oh, what I was calling in. Um, just a little self-promo, guys. I am now doing um, streaming for uh, a video game play, uh, Warzone specifically. I have an empty chat room there all the time. 
So if you guys, uh, you know, want to continue conversations and stuff and, and have an empty chat room, just, you know, y'all can come in and, and chat up Gamecock football, you know, anytime I'm on. So if y'all find my uh, social media and stuff like that, y'all are welcome to join the chat room and chat it up there. I think a lot of times we get to the end of the show and everybody's still wanting to chat in the room and then the chat room's gone. So there's, there's days I'm on for five, six, seven, eight hours streaming um, content uh, for uh, Warzone. And uh, you guys are welcome to come in and, and chat up being caught football over there. That, that was it. The more the merrier. Why not? Keep the combo going, for sure. Keep the combo going. Talk to you later, Chris. I think we're going to have a good game tomorrow, buddy. I'll, I'll see you all next week. Bree, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. Great stuff. Yeah, definitely go check out Bree's channel. So, go check it out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Somebody in the – Sophie Bose has got to be a spam account. I'm sitting here laughing. Panic Ritter on brand says we lose. Thank you, Panic Ritter. You're always a ray of sunshine. Hey, let's jump to a break real quick. Guys, we're going to jump into another break on the side, though. I want to continue to hear from you more, your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow.
All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls here on this Friday, 843-790-3377. It is Halloween weekend, by the way. Spooky season. Y'all doing anything for Halloween? Anything with the kiddos? You dressing up as anything? Anybody dress up for Halloween? Like I said, I'm not a huge Halloween guy. Like, it's it's all right. More of a Christmas guy. Birthday's on Christmas, so that, that helps. Halloween's okay. I'm not a big scary season type dude. I love. I like the fall. I'm starting to like the fall more. Hoodie sweat season type deal. But um, not a big dress up for Halloween guy, right? Like anybody do that? Anybody? I don't know. I just it's not me. It's not me. I thought about if I was gonna dress up. I could dress up as like Stephen Garcia. Got the beard. Could just dress up as Gar. Anyways, Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, man? Um, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, I, I have a question. Um, uh, what do what do you think about their uh, secondary? Are their secondary pretty good or? Their secondary solid. Yeah, I think their secondary solid for sure. Um, I mean, I wouldn't call them one of the best in the SEC, but I, I think it's a it's a solid group for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the only problem I have because I just don't know if we're going to be able to run the ball on this stuff, and I don't know how good their secondary is. So I, I think we, I think we've got the weapons to win on the outside. I, I yeah, think we do. Yeah, I, I'm optimistic on this game, but you know, there's obviously up, up and down because I think we, well, we lost to them like three times already or something. We have lost to Mizzou three in a row. Three in a row. Yeah. Three in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so either we're gonna have to run them, run them, run the ball on them, and if that doesn't work, then they're gonna have to spread the cover coverage or something. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, you you gotta you gotta get Lloyd going, right? Feed Marshawn Lloyd, right? That that's that's priority numero uno is get Marshawn Lloyd going, right? I I you know I I know right. we say like, well, you you gotta be able to run the ball to get the offense moving. Well, I mean, that's no duh, right? We're not going to throw it 50, 60 times. Um, you got to get one going. You can't get to halftime and have ha- him have three or four touches. Like, he, he needs to be touching the football early and often. You do that. I think you trust Lloyd. He's going to make plays. That will open up everything else. So, get Marshawn Lloyd going early. That'll open up the passing game. Um, yeah, and I, and I think you'll be able to – I think you'll be able to have success in, in the passing game. I do. I, I think Mizzou obviously been stingy defensively, but I think you'll be able to have success in the passing game. Right, right. And I would I would also like to see uh, Tanner Bailey and Braden uh, Davis in the game, but obviously we're probably not going to see them this year playing. I'm pretty sure Braden Davis is already taking the red shirt because he was he was in just a jersey last week. So, now nah, I, I you know I tell you, man, you didn't. You didn't see either one of those guys against SC State or Charlotte. I, I don't think you see Tanner Bailey or Braden Davis touch the field all year. I mean, I. So. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see uh, one of them play, especially Tanner. Uh, I mean, especially he had an offer from Alabama. I mean, I just want to see how good he is. Well, I think as long as Spencer Rattler's your quarterback, my guy, I just, I don't, you know, I don't think they're going to just put him out there just to put him out there. It, it'd have to be 50 to nothing. And even then, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. If, We'd see them. I, I think. Uh, I, I think uh, you'd see more of Luke Doty, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my, my thoughts on Luke Doty. I mean, he's kind of like Spencer. Like he, he throws a lot of interceptions, and I I just don't know about Luke Doty. I mean, a lot of people are optimistic about Luke Doty, but 
I, I just don't know. Well, what about what about he, Dak? He, he, what about Dak Joiner at quarterback? Um, <laughs> he he likes to run the ball a lot, a lot more. Like he doesn't even throw it. Like when the, when the uh, the deep the deep side uh, when they start coming at him, mm-hmm. and he he gets scared obviously, so he just wants to run the ball more. So. I mean, see, that, that's what I've seen out of DK, so I don't, I don't know how people – Just know. curious. Just curious. Since we're talking about other guys playing, I just, just I mean, curious. I, I, like, I like to see him a little bit more. But I haven't seen him really that much. I mean, I've only seen him do one play this year against Georgia. Yeah, so he, he, has, uh, he has two all-purpose yards, in case you're wondering. Two. Two. Wow. Two whole all-purpose yards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I didn't know if you knew, but uh, when we played Texas A&M, I mean, they – uh, our our defense must have been really really good because they had to put their I think their third string QB in the back in the play. Yeah, no, I mean I, I saw they did insert uh, the the Weigman kid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was really good, but I, I still <laughs> think we would have stopped him. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's for all. Sure. That's all I had to say. My uh, prediction for the score is twenty to seventeen. Gamecocks, I would assume. Yep. Love it. Hunter, appreciate it, man. All right, man. <laughs> yeah. Take care. What, y'all didn't y'all didn't like the uh y'all y'all didn't like the uh the the, the tag... I mean since we're talking about other guys playing quarterback, I mean why not? We'll we'll just mention them all. We'll mention them all. We'll mention them all. Um somebody said Kai Kroger at QB. He does throw hey listen, Kai Kroger throws dimes. I, I mean if we if we need somebody else to come in and throw the deep ball, Kai Kroger has shown. He's shown he's going to hit it. He, he's, he's shown he can throw the dimes. TSUS athlete Kai Kroger, by the way. Love that. John, what's up, my guy? Seawells tomorrow. Yes, Seawells will be popping. Seawells will be. You know, it's crazy, John, how much different Seawells looks these days. Yours truly selling merch like crazy, flinging merch. No, we haven't seen any P-Doc. Lance, the latte killer, has been absent, it feels like, since Georgia State, really. I mean, it's it's been forever. Jeff, you know, it's funny. Jeff Gulledge says, uh, picture it, if you will. It's 2028. A caller will call in and say we would have won more games in 2022 if we had Dak at QB. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I Jeff, I, I thought about this. I was talking about this last night in the Big Cock Club Discord, our Big Cock Club Hangout. Those who tuned in, thank you. If not, join the Big Cock Club today. We had a blast. Dude, we were in the, we were in the Hangout for like three hours, four hours last night. But uh, I was joking with him. I was like, you know, I, I'm thinking about making a shirt that just says put Dak in and just like three years from now, just wear it to the games and, and people. Uh, the inside joke, you know what I mean? Justin, what's up, man? How are you? You're good, Chris. Hey, Chris. I always get my speech coming. Hey, Chris. We 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 gotta beat Missouri at some point, man. We we got to, we got to beat that choice back to Columbia. You know. Uh, yeah, needs to be tomorrow. Yeah, we we got we got to beat Mizzou, man. Yeah, I, I you know I, I talked about it earlier. Having a having a losing streak to them is it's just it's it's out of all the streaks that we had going into this season, this one was probably like the silliest. It's one that you wouldn't expect, right? Like, I'd tell people, hey, do you know we have a three-game losing streak in Missouri? They're like, huh? Really? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Dude, we haven't beat Mizzou since the monsoon game. We haven't beaten the red-headed stepchild of the SEC since 2018. That, that's that's got to change. That, that has to change, bottom line. 
Oh, oh yeah, I agree, Chris. Hey, Chris, I tell lose the most order, man. We got to, we got to, we got to change it up, you know? Yeah, and I think we will. I, I, I do. I'm confident in it. But the games are always weird, man. I'll tell you, the games are normally pretty damn weird. So, and they're, they're normally close, too. So, uh, you know, we'll see. It, it should be another probably wacky game, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. I agree, Chris. Hey, Chris, how I go, man? Um, can we do some pit block tip for, for we have? You said what now? Can I, can I do some pitch for out? Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Do pitch. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, Chris, um, we thought about Florida, Georgia, man. Oh, are, are we are we picking just straight up or spread? The the, uh, the picking, the spread. The spread, okay. Um, I think the spread in that game is what, like 22 and a half? Is that right, 22 and a half? Oh, yeah. Half? I, I would. I'll tell you this. Oh, I'd yeah. take. I'd take Florida to cover. Georgia's going to win the game. Yeah, I agree, Chris. I I take Florida to cover spread because I think Georgia. Listen, Florida. Yeah, by the way, right, Chris. We don't know what Florida has had a switch club as. We don't know that, do we, Chris? Yeah, Fl- Florida's a Florida's a bit of a mystery still. I mean, I don't think they're very good, but rivalry game. I I haven't seen it from Georgia to where I think they're just going to beat them forty-five nothing. I give me give me Gators to cover. Yeah, me too, Chris. Also, the next pick is Ole Miss and Texas A&M. Uh, I'm taking Ole Miss. I think they're going to crush A&M. I think A&M's reeling. Yeah, I think I, I got Ole Miss. Yeah, I got Ole Miss too, Chris, because everybody thinks, you know, Jimbo has lost a lot of cool. You know, I, I think you kind of have. What do you think, Chris? I mean, guys are smoking weed in the locker room and, and all the madness that's ensued since the South kind of lost. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's – a, that program's reeling at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Chris. And um, Ole Miss, I don't think they're not losing games back to back. Because I think Ole Miss said, hey, we could call Old Jackson. We got to have that. You know that, Chris? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think Ole Miss crushes them. Yeah, me too, Chris. Yeah, uh, next pick is um, who else we got? Yeah, Arkansas, Auburn. Yeah, Arkansas, definitely. I'm, I'm taking the Hogs. Yeah, I take it hard too because Hogs, they got to stop being Auburn at some point too. You know that, Chris? Yeah, I, I think Auburn's Harson's done. Harson's done. I, I got our Arkansas is still a good football team. I think they'll show that. Oh yeah, I think so too, Chris. Give me the Hogs. Uh, my next pick is uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. You know, this one's interesting. I've actually got Kentucky covering twelve and a half. I think Tennessee wins. But I think Will Levis can keep it closer than people think. I, I do. I, I think he'll be able to have success against their defense. Uh, Rocky Top wins, but it's it's closer than they like it to be, I think. Yeah, I, I have to go with Kentucky, too. I don't think Kentucky is going to get it, but I think it could be close because Kentucky, hey, we're going we're gonna to pull up like it's Tennessee, you know that? Yeah. No, I, 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 think it's, I think it's a fairly close game. I do. Yeah, I agree, Chris. Hey, Chris, who, um, who's the last SEC pit that we? Uh, I don't know who is the last SEC game. Carolina minus three and a half. I got the Gamecocks. <laughs> I got Gamecocks too. Um, you know, it, listen, it's time to end the streak. You know, Chris. Yeah. 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 I I, I agree. I I think we will. I think we will. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Hey, Chris, that's all the pits, huh? I think that's it, Justin. Yeah, unless we're missing a game. I don't think we are. Unless, yeah, no, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I get Chris. Wait, Chris, it's been fun picking these picks, you know. Yeah, dude, I I hope you uh, hope we get them all right. Yeah, oh, so too, Chris. Hope you get them right too, my brother. Hey, I appreciate it, Justin. Always a pleasure chatting with you, my guy. All right, take care, Chris. Go again, Yeah, man. You too. Yep. Later. Great stuff from Justin. Um, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys. That is 8437903377. So funny story, by the way. <laughs> Little story time. <clears throat> Somebody com- Kevin comments that monsoon game was my favorite game I've ever been to. You know what's funny about that? So that was 2018, right? So I wasn't doing TSUS full time then. We were doing it, but I wasn't doing it full time. And my ex at the time, or my my girlfriend at the time, I should say. My ex now, my girlfriend at the time, though, I wanted to go down for the game. And her response, I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina at the time, but her response was, I mean, you're not going to go to every single game. You you, you can't go to every single game. I want to go to Scarewinds. I want to have a weekend. You can watch the game here, then we're going to go to Scarewinds. So I ended up not going to the game, watched it on TV, missed one of the most epic games you'd ever see. And uh, I think that's when I knew that she wasn't the one. You know, I think there were things probably before that that told me that was like all the confirmation I needed. I was like, this chick ain't it. This chick ain't it. And now there's a reason she's my ex. (laughs) So, I mean, it's so funny, too. It's so funny because, I mean, again, this is 2018. She's like, "You, you, you can't just go to every South Carolina game. I was like, bitch, watch me. Like, like, hey, me and Tom Brady, the shaking hands, the shaking hands thing. Bro, come on, man. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew from then on. I was like, this chick ain't it. This chick ain't it. This chick ain't it. So that was uh, that was the writing on the wall. And then the game went how it went. And I'm just like, I mean, yeah. So that was my uh, shout out to her, whatever she's doing, wherever she's at. Probably feeling pretty silly these days, but whatever. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, that was that was crazy. I mean, you th- think about think about anybody in this chat right now. Um, uh, think about anybody in this chat. Lex, she's a nice lady. I I, I use the term I use the b word loosely. I, I wasn't necessarily calling her that. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. Don't no 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 need to take it personal. No need to take it personal here. My goodness, we can't say anything without without uh people getting upset, but. No, it's it's all good. Um, no, she was a nice lady. She was a nice girl, but it's it's just funny though how that all happened. And imagine if if your significant other was telling you like you can't go to the South Carolina game. It's like, huh? Yeah. Brendan says you were right to separate, but that's a that's a funny story around that game. That's a funny story around that game. Yeah, that 2018 Mizzou game. I was not in attendance. Should have been. Should have been. I was not in attendance though. Trying to think. I, I I was at 2020 Mizzou. I was at I was at 2016 Mizzou also. And then obviously I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow. So, John, it's me or the game. Grabs the towel. Yeah. No, it, it, what it pans to, John, it's like all right. It's either me or count a football. And then the next the next like it just pans. The next thing is dinner 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 dinner. It's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> just sandstorm going crazy, like, or it's Xavier Leggett running for a kickoff, the kickoff return for a touchdown. It's like, I made the right decision. Yeah, 2001 just starts playing in the background. Yeah, I, I made the right decision. See, that's why Carrie's a keeper, John, or, or anybody else out there that you have your, your wifey. She wants to go as badly as you do, if not more. Or he, or he wants to go as badly as you do, if not more. That's how you know you got to keep it. So, yeah, that's, that's a funny story around that, uh, around that, around that Mizzou game. Anyways, guys, phone lines are open, 843-790-3377. Appreciate Jake Crane taking the time. Joseph, just comments, put Dak in. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it's 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 wild to me how – I mean, we're, we're through seven games. Um, through seven games, and, I mean, I still have people on a weekly basis asking me, like, Where's Dak Joyner? I'm like, Shane Beamer. And by the way, I saw Dak on the field last week. Like, he's he's getting on the field. He's just not getting the ball. But I saw him on offense. I saw him blocking on a couple of uh, wide receiver screens. And then Shane Beamer literally said, hey, he's making an impact for us on special teams. So, he's just not getting the ball. I, I You know, just not getting the ball. I, I, I do. I'll tell you this, though. I hope at some point. Dak Joyner catches a touchdown pass, or Dak Joyner has like that breakout game. I'd lo- I'd love to see it, man. I'd love to see it. At at least at least get him a touchdown. Greg Bedinger says, "Been married since '99. She agreed that I can watch any Gamecock sports event on TV over anything else. We're good for 23 plus years. Love to hear that, Greg. Love to hear that. It's awesome. Congratulations, man. That's incredible. Truly, truly special. That's magical." That's magical. Anyways, let's see the comments today. I love it. T-G-I-F. Second straight trophy game. Isn't that something? Battle for the Mayor's Cup. Battle for the Mayor's Cup. Cannot wait. Uh, somebody said go live tomorrow. The reason I don't do that, guys, is is like the only way I could do that, the only way I could go live on game day, and I've thought about it, but it, re- it would require me staying in the studio. There's just no way I can be out there at the tailgate and go, unless I'm on like IG live, but I think you're more so talking about like this. The only way I can make that happen is, is, <clears throat> is uh, you know, just to stay back and stay in the studio and, Right now, it, it is it is much more beneficial, and I enjoy it more to go out there, be in person, sell merchandise, stuff like that. Um, you know, all of our events and stuff, man. Like I, you know, I used to want to try to live stream and all that, but like the whole point is to be present moment at the event with the people that are there. So, for example, like our our uh, our event, the week of the Florida game at the Carolina Cigar Lounge, at Carolina Cigar Lounge, you know, show, but we're we're, we're- Profit the people at the tailgate, man. It's going to be a good time. Luke RJ, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing well. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Um, I just wanted to uh, give give some the people some a perspective about this game. Like we, I think it can. I think the offense can click, like you're talking about, 
and we all want to see it because that'll be a fun game to watch. Like, right. like I've, like I called in one time before, like scoring on offense is fun and seeing the explosive, explosive plays. I mean, it's, it's incredible when, when you score an offense, but hopefully everyone doesn't like freak out if we start slow again or like the offense does what it's usually been doing because we can still win this game through, you know, other ways. But I mean, we all want to see Rattler have that game that you're talking about, um, you know, in the offense, you know, finally, finally get it going and score, you know, you know, mm-hmm. score over 30 or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all want to yeah. see it click offensively. I, I think I saw you, by the way, in the chat. You had 17 to 13, your final. Is that right? Yeah. That's, and, that's, I, and you know, uh, here, here I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'd take that. I just want to win. If we're 6 and 2 after tomorrow, throw up any score you want. I, I don't really, really give a damn. Um, I just want to be 6 and 2, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's important. It's like everybody yeah. everybody knows this game. This and you know, I'm I, I would think Beamer is probably telling the players, you know, that like this game is important because if we win this game, we we have six wins. We're going to a bowl. You know, that's like a little extra motivation, you know, or you know, just like a bullet board, you know, thing to say. Like that's how important this game is. It's not just any other game, you know at home but if we win this guys we get a whole nother month to be together and with this team and the seniors and everything and that'll submit that game right then let's go let's go do it and and um uh, and have a big big win you know yeah no i mean it's for sure man i mean we, we, we talked uh, or i talked a lot about over the summer you know beating kentucky and needing to get back to beating the kentuckys of the world and i know everybody wants to beat georgia clemson a&m which i know we just beat them but if you're going to take that, if you're going to elevate your program, it's games like, at minimum, you've got to beat Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and Missouri on a yearly basis, in my opinion. You know, I, I saw a great stat on Twitter. Not sure exactly who, who said it. I apologize. I forget. Uh, the average, get this, when South Carolina beats Missouri, in those seasons, they average around an 8-4 and four record. In seasons in which they lose to Mizzou, they average around a four and eight or five and seven record. So the result of the Mizzou game is a pretty damn good indicator of the type of season you're going to have. And I, I think you could realistically look at it and say the result of this game tomorrow is going to be the difference between, you know, potentially eight and four or you staring closer back to six and six, right? I mean, it, it really has that type of implication on it because of momentum, because of the, you know, the mental side of things and, and, and keeping your confidence going, right? Staying hot, if you will. So it's an important game, man. But I think certainly as you continue to elevate the program and, and there's a lot of, lot of negative trends and streaks and you're able to do a lot of firsts under Shane Beamer, Shane Beamer needs to get his first win against Missouri. I, it's just this is a team you need to get back to beating on a year-in, year-out basis. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I get that, you know, it's funny how you, you've always said, like, the, the pulse of the fan base. Like, you know, we get in the top 25, we're 5-2, and two, beat Kentucky and Texas A&M. And then now everybody thinks we're going to go 10-2 and two <laughs> and beat Tennessee and Clemson, beat, beat the number one offense 
in the nation and then like being an undefeated Clemson because we beat Kentucky without Levis and Annie and at home with the special teams plays and stuff. It's like, I mean, that would be great, but is our offense really like good enough to go do that? And hopefully it starts this week. Maybe, maybe, you know, like you said, like you really think going, having confidence in this game, the offense finally, you know, gets to where it, where, you know, it should be. And, and Rattler has that game that shows that, you know, he, you know, it all clicks for him, you know? Yeah. I mean, for sure, man. I listen, I I think the people that are, that are saying 10 and two, man, they're going to say 10 and two over the summer, right before the season, during the season after, you know what I'm saying? They're always going to be 10 and two. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's fine. Listen, I'd rather, I'd rather people have those type of opinions and conversations than people be doom and gloom, ready to check out on the season. Woe is me type of deal. But, uh, no, yeah, realistically, man. I mean, I, I think we're we're on, you know, we're in a great position to go seven and five, eight and four, which would be a great year in year two, and potentially win a bowl game. And I mean, that's a great year, man. It's a great year. Maybe we can go nine and three, but we're 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 in position to have a really really good season. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, uh, I think that next week will be a lot different after a loss on CDC than uh, if, <laughs> if we. Yeah, yeah. Who you, you know? who you kidding, my guy? Who you, who you kidding? No, it's um, winning. Winning is is good for all parties. It's it's good for everybody, man. It's it's just good for the soul and and uh, you know. So ho- hopefully we get a big one. I, you know, I, and it doesn't matter if it happens seventeen to thirteen or forty eight to forty. A dub will be a dub, and um. You know, that's it. So, yeah. Hey, and if if we only score seventeen or twenty, you know, maybe we we hold Missouri to like three or you know a shutout. Maybe. Or even I mean, maybe maybe, like maybe, 10, our, maybe a, our defense should be in again good position to, to to have a really really good game. I mean, Mizzou is nothing to, you know, I don't think they're anything to be scared of on the offensive side. I mean, if if Mizzou were to have again an offensive breakout game, it, it, I think it will. It's like I told you, man. I know people are concerned about the offense. I, I totally understand it, right? Your your feelings and your concerns about the offense are justified. But even if we don't have a great offensive day, like, do you really believe that Missouri is going to outscore us? The only way they outscore us is if we help them. That's the only way. We will have to assist in that. I don't think Missouri is good enough to just line up and move the ball up and down the field in our defense. Like, we're either going to have to give them short fields because of turnovers offensively. We'll have to lose the special teams facet of the game and they get some big returns or block a kick or punt or what have you and have plus field position. Or our defense plays literally the worst game they've played all season. Yeah. One of those things happening is is highly unlikely. All three happenings impossible. So, I, I, I just... I, I don't see how Missouri is going to, you know, they, they just don't scare me offensively. It will take us helping them for them to have some yeah. type of offensive explosion. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Georgia, uh, when they, when Missouri played Georgia, they, they like, you know, I don't think anybody's really torched Missouri's defense. Is that, is that accurate? I mean, because they're, 
they're pretty good on defense too, right? Aren't they? Their defense is solid. They yeah, their their defense is their defense is very solid. Yeah, they they've been pretty stingy this year. Yeah, they've been pretty stingy. So I don't know, man. I I just Luke RJ. I just got a gut feeling. These games are weird. Count of Mizzou uh, seems to be you know they're they're weird games. I, I just got a gut feeling this offense does break out. I think you're going to see us go down the field. Uh, take some deep shots. I think Marshawn Lloyd's going to be Marshawn Lloyd. The offensive line's getting better week to week. I think Spencer Rattler showed last weekend he's close. I think he has that game. I think they're able to connect. Uh, I think they're able to connect this weekend. I, I think it works out offensively. I do. I, I just, you know, I do. And that that won't mean I we do. should give Satterfield an extension or we should keep him past this season. But I think at some point talent will shine. I, we, 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 we do have capable playmakers on the offensive side. We really do. So, um yeah, and, and again, by the way, I picked 34 to 20. That didn't mean I've got 34 offensive points. I mean, a breakout offensive performance for us is 24 points, really. I mean, you know, Spencer Rattler, if he throws for 250 and three touchdowns, I mean, God forbid, that's, you know, that's by far better than anything he's done this year, right? So, um, it didn't like it's the, – the, the, the level of expectations, Luke, RJ, the, the, uh, the, the, the expectations are very easy to exceed because they're very low. Right for our offense. I mean, truly, let's just call it for what it is. <laughs> so, so, um, but I, I think Spencer Rattler will have his best day yet in Garnet and Black. I really do. Yeah. So thirty-four would be like in in twenty-four offensive points. That'd be like maybe ten points off like a like a, a defensive special team score or like a short field or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I could. Yeah, I so. could see that. Yes, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hope, I mean, hopefully that happens, Chris. I mean, we're we we need this game big, and um, yeah. it'll it'll be it'll be a fun game to watch. I I hope uh, hope you're right. Everybody don't freak out if our offense starts slow again because we can still win this game. you know, if that happens, we can still we can still find a way to win anyway. Win anyway. That's it. That's the mantra, man. Win anyway. Luke RJ, I appreciate it, man. Always a All pleasure right. to chat with you. Let's get the dub this weekend. All right. Yeah, that's right. Let's go, Chris. I appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Great stuff from Luke RJ. A lot of great insight from Luke. Always appreciate him calling in. We got a text here. (laughs) Guys, it says, do you by any chance think that Tennessee beats Georgia and we went out and we go to the SEC championship? Guys, I love y'all, but I have not even allowed my mind to, to. Georgia would literally have to lose three games. You realize that, right? And I know they got a stretch up coming. Don't get me wrong. Right? They got Mississippi State. They got, they got you know, Tennessee. But come on, guys. Let's, Young Savage. Let's keep it real. Young Savage, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm happy that the game starts tomorrow at 4 p.m. And you are prepared. And I know, I know what you said on the podcast. And you did not, you did not even want to. Missouri because you're not killing Missouri because guess what? You're going to win against them. Yeah, I mean, I think so as well, man. I mean, I'm locked in 34 to 20, so I'm, I'm, I've been confident all week, and you know, I'm not changing that up now. So, me too. I'm, me too. Confident is just a, it's a big power word. And to all those fans out there, who's the boy for everyone else? So, Missouri is going to lose once again. So, since last year, that we're going to win against them again this year, and it's going to be like an awesome, 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 awesome um, defense of a lot. Yeah, I, I think we'll play well. Um, I, I again, I expect sort of a wacky game. 
you know, it's it's that's the thing about predictions, right? It's really easy to sit here and just say, well, this is what the offense does. This is what the defense does. Here's the stats. But, like, the, you know, weird things happen over the course of a football game. Unexpected things, turnovers, big plays, penalties. They're like, there's things you can't predict in a football game. I think you see a lot of that tomorrow, and I think that's why the score goes over. Um, I think that's why the score goes over. But I, I do think we'll come out victorious. I don't think that I don't want I don't want people to put Kobe bus on the game tomorrow and it's just it's just about it's just about the hell I mean and um I don't want people to get offensive about those scores and numbers all that because it's bullshit because I know Mississippi is going to be loose it's going to be um traumatizing to them and it's going to affect them but but at least Bima is going to win is going to win against um them so I hope. That would be a great game. So at 4 p.m., it's going to be a sunny, beautiful day. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Savage, I appreciate you calling yeah. in, dog. We're about to get off here, but uh, should, you, should be so a fun much. weekend for sure. Weekend. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Great stuff from Young Savage, guys. We're running up on 2 o'clock. Thank you all so much for tuning in, man. Yet another successful week uh, on the podcast, the Daily Crow, the merchandise side of the business. You know, it, it's incredible. TDC. It's such a blessing that we get to do this every single day. And I, I tell you guys, I really do appreciate you all tuning in, engaging. You guys are what make this show what it is. I mean, truly, 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 you guys are what make this show um, what it is. It's it's incredible. Uh, my, fo- <laughs> my folks in the Big Cock Club Discord, the TDC Questions channel, y'all keep me laughing as well, man. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Jerry Douglas, I see you. Jacob E., Jay Morris, everybody tuned in. All the callers, Jake Crane that called in today and uh, – you know, all our guests throughout the week, like I said, it's, it's, it's incredible that we get to do this on a daily basis and uh, that we have an audience like you guys that tunes in and interactive and, and voice your opinions. And I value each and every single person that tunes into this show, that calls in, all those that tune in via the podcast version of this show as well, which if you want to go back and listen to anything, you can do that on our TSUS podcast feed on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcast, it's available there. But, uh, guys, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all make the days and the the weeks fly by, and it's because time flies when you're having fun, man. So, hey, the cocks are hot. Cocktober's in full effect. You get your tails out to Willie B tomorrow, and if you can't go, just make sure you're cheering for the Gamecocks. Folks, I appreciate you all tuning in. Thank y'all so much. Have a great rest of your Friday. Go Cox, Beat Mizzou. And we will talk to you all on Monday. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com